Good evening and welcome to TC and Jake. Welcome to the cricket summer. It's not a cricket summer. I was trying to I've got I've got things to tell you about the cricket summer. I don't know what that is. You know what that is. What's that? The the one summer when fucking uh the living came to envy the dead because of the fucking hordes descending upon us. Was there one summer you're saying that was way worse for crickets? Was it locally or everywhere? Locally. PFW huh. area. North Texas. Yeah. I hate the phrase North Texas. Fucking aggressively anti-geographics. I've never been a big Metroplex guy. I love Metroplex. I That's a cool sounding word. It sounds like the future in America. The only thing... The only time I ever really had like an affinity for Metroplex was when I was a big K-Plex Hell yeah, P1 dude. growing up. Yeah. And I just wanted to flex my Plex. Yeah, uh, of course. Um, but no, I don't I don't love that. I don't love the whole Dallas Fort Worth thing. What's your your favorite one, FWAD? No, I just think they should be they should be viewed separately. Like yeah, I've never I, been I've, I've never been to Minnesota, uh, but it's always been a dream of mine. Of course. Uh, because I think a decent amount of your um, prospective tourist interest when you're a kid are all cultural, like movie and, and music and TV based. Husker do, you know? I don't. Oh. Um, but yeah, like I wanted to go to Fifth Element, which was the record store, I believe, that Rhymesayers owned. Okay. Once I got into the whole... Slug, Anthony, Brother Ali, POS, that whole deal. I was like, man, this place seems fucking awesome. And um, I don't know that those places are that different. I know they certainly play each other against one another when it comes to moving sports teams, but there's no way they're as different as Dallas and Fort Worth. Well, they're about 15 minutes apart. Okay, so you add another 20 minutes and it's not that different. I feel like it's double. You you do have, okay, it is double, but it's not. It matters, dude. No, 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 it does. I think they and, share and, a border. And like, they I don't have think a there's river. an Arlington. And, yeah, well, we also have a river. Yeah, but I mean, Arlington is the big place, uh, the Pittsburgh of the South. I <laughs> that, is what that's it's been correct. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited, dude. We have. Pittsburgh uh, has Carnegie Mellon. Arlington does have UTA. Yeah, we have. Uh, we're having a vote yes guy on, on the show on Thursday. He's like, yeah, I heard you guys talking about the documentary and. And about uh, you know about the stadium, I'd love to give my side of the story. Yeah, I'm going to be busy then. No, I mean, look, I'll hear the dude out. I mean, I just don't think he's. I will not. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he understands like necessary. Uh, look, we'll just do the segment first, then we'll report back because it's like one of those types of arguments where, and and I know this this frustrates people, but like, there's literally nothing you could say that could win me over. Like, there's no logic or rationale you could give me. Like, okay, so you could tell me that the documentary portrayed the mayor uh, poorly, et cetera. Let's say that it was the the rosiest um, portrayal ever, and it was just, you supported what you supported. There's just almost no chance that there's going to be, like, a middle ground to be found here. There was a guy that In general, by the way, I think middle ground is bullshit. Sure. Can we all agree now that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a a, a failed approach uh, that yeah, I, I mean, it's that just I pursued as polarizing for, a position as you know uh, whichever side you know like right it doesn't get 
discussed that way. It's discussed as some sort of good faith. Well, see, you're... Like, just saying that there's one side, another side, and a middle is just a false construct. Like, yes, pe- people hold opinions. I totally agree. And it's not like if you strongly hold one opinion, that, like, opinion that, that, like, in some, like, idea is close to your... No, it's another opinion. It's a different opinion than mine, like so often I think the opposite. it's bullshit. And, uh, literally against the fact that I have this other one means that that one is, like, a not just wrong to me, but possibly immoral. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm somehow supposed to... No, so I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the segment goes. I think I not, mentioned this at the time, but there, there was a guy that, that emailed me that worked in like city government, one of the other suburbs, that uh, had like a very specific argument for why the Arlington thing didn't look as bad as it, as it really is. And I did not agree with him, but it is... You know, I mean, it, it was a case where someone wasn't just disagreeing with me. They were bringing me information I didn't already have. And I was very appreciative of that. And that, I felt, was a productive conversation. Um, but, I, I, you know, I didn't That's leave it. That's kind thinking. of the only exception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah no, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see this being necessarily a, a zookeeper-level game-changer. But, hey, it's something to talk about. <laughs> It's another week in the cool zone, TC. We got women flashing their vaginas at cops in Portland. We got I saw that. We got moms. We moms do have, protecting the protesters. We do have moms. I the, I the feel riders. like the protesters like the protests would be entirely out of people's minds if you didn't throw people in unmarked vans. Very counterproductive. Yeah, so the logic I've heard for that, which actually does make some sense, is that Anytime they park an official law enforcement vehicle on the street, people immediately just set it on fire. So they've started renting Aerostars from the Hertz at PDX or whatever to try to... Yeah, I don't know, man. If it was uh, unnamed federal agents who aren't identifying themselves or what group they're with, throwing people into uh, state vehicles, I, I don't know that it's better. You know, I'm, no, just, it's The not. general disappearing by the secret police <laughs> aesthetic, Being uh, I think it's right. Like, like, I didn't know that people were having problems way. with uh, the, the Portland federal courthouse. There's a lot, you know, I, I just figure all the time that someone in Portland has a problem with something. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, you know, I, I, that's their deal. I mean, you know, I, I, I broadly support them. What, what, they're probably right about whatever they're saying, but I don't give a shit. Um, but you know, then whenever you got videos of just fucking secret police shit that like, you know, just does so things that we, that we cannot find acceptable in this country. Um, you know, that, that's, that's a whole other thing, but I want to talk about these goddamn crickets. I was going to make sure you got back to the crickets. <laughs> Did you have more about the Portland thing? I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, a lot more, but. I just mean more you want to say here. Yeah, I was going to say that's <laughs> that's kind of the that's the thing, isn't it? Um, no, I read a I read a really good Charlie Warzel did an interview with uh, with a guy who's been I think he's a photojournalist mm-hmm. and he's been he's been in Portland for a long time and the one thing about that that struck me was just um, first of all I love it there, you know. I think whenever we, Me too. when I came back and we did a segment on it, I deemed it like the city I've been to that I would most like to move to. Because it wasn't like, you know, it's not Seattle expensive. Um, they definitely have their own extremely racist history, which I did not know about until we came back and talked about, um, you know, those those parts of their history whenever, whenever we did the segment on it when we got back. But... Um, you know, it's just weird because you see it on television, you even even on Twitter, 
And this dude was saying like, that's like a three or four block area. And if you're not there, you have no idea that any of this is happening. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't really thought about that. You know, you just think that when you see these images and they're gripping and they're depressing that it's like, oh, this is, it's a city in disarray. And he's like, actually, this started with a bunch of basically teenagers shooting fireworks at a federal building. And then, you know, it devolved and escalated from there. And now it's a very real thing. But, you know, there's a dude with a fractured skull from quote unquote non-lethal rounds, but it's like 95% of their city is just like going to work. Yeah, I mean, you remember, I don't know if that's better like, or worse, Occupy but, Dallas, like that was that was the case. I mean, I guess there were less yeah. violence, but you but, know, <laughs> isolated protests, like protests, like uh, you know, uh, confined to an area. That's not. Uh, I, I'd say it's a bit the norm, right? But for whatever reason, when it's Dallas, I just expect like, oh yeah, of course, the, this is a tight shot, and it makes it look really bad. But I know Dallas, and I know there's only a certain number of people that are willing to go do this. But in Portland, for whatever reason, given their history, it feels like you're like, you know, because they've kind of been a uh, a stand-in for your Fox News crowd for some time now. Yeah. That like, oh, look, look at this. Look at these, this unruly mob. And it's like, it's, it, it, it's pitched for sure, but it's not that many people well that's because of the jailblazers you know they gave the whole city a reputation man i miss the i miss that era of blazers basketball good times so anyways it does seem like it's been a little while since i've seen a cricket well you know excited certainly not in the cricket summer now (laughs) okay um no i was i was researching cricket summer because uh i like Certainly lived it and experienced it, but had largely like put it down my memory until Bob mentioned that that was the summer he moved here, and just thought that that's just how it is. This yeah, is life. I've heard him say that. And uh, whenever he mentioned that, I, 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 you know, had clear memories. The the one that's like uh, indelible in the hippocampus is th- uh, the bowling alley. You know how, uh, like all public buildings, it's got the set of automatic doors, then the little vestibule than the other set of automatic doors. And uh, in my memory, it's like someone had to go and like sweep an aisle that a human could walk through. And the rest was just fucking cricket bodies, like three deep. And like most of them were dead, but not all of them, dude. Right. You, could, you couldn't fucking hear your thoughts in that room. Whenever you're walking into the bowling alley. How long does the cricket live? It's a great question. I think it's like, uh, you know, weeks, maybe a month. Because I, I was there was something about how like uh in a in a summer you'll go through like three generations of crickets. Okay, this says about ninety days. Yeah. So I guess that's longer than a month. Uh but this actually says the life of a field cricket is about ninety days, which somehow feels What about a house cricket? I was gonna say this feels somewhat offensive. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know the difference between uh you know, the cricket you see in your yard and, and what this is, but ninety days. So there you go. You, you could knock out a couple couple generations, I guess. But yeah. So uh, I, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm a little like. I guess you're you're remembering it now. But man, the second he mentioned it, it was like, boy, yeah, that those were fucking hard times. I, I didn't know who was going to win in that in that particular battle. I thought we might have to retreat. Just all of us move to, uh, you know, I don't know, Tyler. Um. What happened? So it's a. Uh, 
it's just drought. This is what I found out in in my researching this this week that uh, crickets are like just fucking white. Like uh, every rainstorm is like a cricket holocaust. <laughs> that they just they're oh, that's, uh, that's that's actually very sad. <laughs> their their eggs uh, just like cannot handle it. Um, I, I think it's like something like the bacteria that's you know brought on by moisture uh, is just going to eat up them cricket eggs. And there's so many eggs out there that some of them still survive and you still have some crickets, but we just, we went through drought. There was no rain. So, uh, prime conditions and all of the eggs that they had dropped hatched and, and it was, it was on. And now I was looking at like, you know, I was like, I, I just started by Googling North Texas cricket summer and was not sure if I would get anything, but I, I, I found my way to some information eventually, obviously. But they, uh, they, there were a lot of articles from uh, 2018, and I was like, well, I don't remember that at all. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't live here then. So I wanted to ask you, was it, was it on and popping in 18? Dude, obviously I have no recollection of when was what. I don't know. I, you know, the older I get, the, realize I, the, the more I realize I'm just kind of dumb. You know, we talk about this a <laughs> lot. Like, I just don't, I don't think I, I. I think you're a sharp guy, pal. But I just don't think I have, like, I think I have some pretty serious tunnel vision where yeah. until someone tells me that something that I normally don't pay attention to is happening, that I don't realize it's happening. And That's it's just fair. sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess now that you say that, I have noticed <laughs> a bunch of crickets. But other than that, I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm as observant as I previously thought myself to be. I mean, you know. You know I think I just kind of like head down. I like it, observe it. It's Eyes tough. on the shoulder blades and the man in front of me. And because is anyone like broadly observant? You know, Sherlock, for one. <laughs> but aside yeah, from that, I guess. <laughs> uh, you know, I think everyone like has their blind spots and has their areas of focus where they can see things well. You know. Yeah, I don't remember anything. You notice when the rebounding kind of dries up for the boys. I do. Luca and the boys. Yeah, the re- rebounding is pretty overrated, though. Ooh, I hope so. I hope so. It's not that big of a... It's it's certainly receded in years past. You know, there was the movement... I don't remember if this started with Steve Clifford, Charlotte, maybe. I don't know, but... Like, when NBA teams stopped trying to rebound on the offensive end of the floor. I remember that as a Celtics thing. That might have been... Like it's a you, Doc thing? Yeah, like uh, the Garnett Celtics. Part of their defense... Was that Don't. they were getting back every single time? Yeah, they like, cared a lot more about preventing transition buckets than they did about offense. We defense. might let one guy crash the glass. Yeah, and that's it. And everybody yeah. else has got to get back. Because Perk ain't gonna get down there anyways, dude. No, fucking slow. But uh, I in researching cricket summer, the the first little thread that where I was like, okay, here's proof that I'm not crazy that it did happen, and maybe I can, you know, use the search terms here to figure out what's uh, what 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 it was talked about at the time is uh northwest isd that's that's a fort worth thing right yeah i, mean, I believe that's fort gonna worth be ISD like your worth, but... justin yeah yeah uh there was a cnn story that they had a five million dollar project to install fiber optic cable <laughs> for northwest isd and they did a little test to uh see if it was going to work out for the kids flipped it on and uh nothing and they're like what's going on the crickets got in it, dude. They sabotaged it. They fucking they they 
they just like like one they uh like fell into like a box that had the cables in it and couldn't get out of the box. Fell in, okay. So they just fucking ate the cables, and then that wasn't enough, Jake. They Donner partied themselves. Oh wow! How many animals will do that? I don't know, but crickets will probably all of them, dude. To be honest, you think? I think that we're on the upper end and we've done it. So that's true. Like that, that kind of like being offended by the idea of eating your own kind. That seems like a, a fairly highly evolved preference, right? I mean, we talked about last week with Coco and all ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Coco gor- ate all ball. Gorillas at the end. will definitely. No, don't say that. Uh, yeah, you're right. Crickets will, or crickets, gorillas will definitely I don't think engage I did in, say it. like, infanticide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of rare. Or maybe it's just thought of as rare because they're really evolved and you would think they would not do that because they're kind of close to people. But then, you know, I guess, like... I would never kill my Darley Routier. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. we haven't totally... Yeah, there, I mean, are, there are actually, there are uh, way defense, more cases of human I believe that God than, did tell her to do that, is what... Was she, one of them was God told me, the other one was, uh, there was a break-in, I don't know, man. I don't remember. I don't remember, but one of them, one of, it goes back to my theory about, like, 2000. Because the break-in one, I think that there's, like, I, I look at the facts, and I would say there's, like, a, a 2% chance. That there was a break-in? Yeah, it's not zero. Like, you look at it, and you're like, eh, probably to be safe, just her in jail because it sure looks bad but that's quite a departure from your normal i know i know i know (laughs) but like i you know with each one you got to look at the specifics of the case you know i i i i think that uh you know you'd have to kind of have to be an idiot to look at that and say well i sure think that someone broke in and I, you know, I, I believe the innocent until proven guilty and, uh, uh, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt. I would say that, there, that she does not establish reasonable doubts. I, unreasonable doubts, eh, you know, I got some unreasonable doubts. <sighs> yeah, I don't remember which is which, to be honest. There's the lady who drove her kids into the lake. I don't think that she would be able to credibly Claim say that someone in. else did that. Yeah. Um, Darlie Routier was Rowlett. And her son's name that she was convicted for is uh, Damon. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she was the she was the god. Lady I think or the not. god one was the one in Houston. That uh, sounds right to me. Andrea Yates. Andrea Yates. Yeah. Yeah. While we're talking about mental illness, can we were were you planning to discuss Kanye? I think we kind of have to, man. But I, mean, I want I'm, to. I'm pretty. I don't want to say I'm tired of talking about it because we barely, you know, we barely really even touched on it today. Uh, I was only able to find the full 45 minute rally last night, um, and the audio is terrible. Wow! So how much did you listen to? Ten minutes. It's terrible. You can't make out any of it. Okay. Well, that's not his fault. Yeah, you know, a guy who was an audio engineer for Come on. a long time. You don't think he could have got a, a slightly better setup for his, his first rally? You think Obama was back there, like, checking the board? No, but if Obama would have been an engineer, or a guy who set up an entire studio in Hawaii, 
Go read that Complex article, by the way. It's one of the only good things Complex has ever done. I do want to read that Complex article. It's an old one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have come out on the 10th anniversary. Nah, that would be too late. Because that album came out in, like, what? 2013? 2010. 2010. We were living together, I know we that. We were, we were. Because I stayed up. I uh, remember. I <laughs> I stayed up until, like, you know, 12.01. It actually came out the same night that J. Cole's Friday Night Lights mixtape came out, which was also very good. Um, and I think there might have been a song from Friday Night Lights that used the Twisted Fantasy beat. Anyways, I was uh, I was very very excited for that album to come out. So maybe it was a five year anniversary when that article. I don't know, but it's really good. Yeah, it's talking about how they got that album made, and for that guy to then go out and give a forty five minute speech where he says he's running for president, and uh, nobody can hear any of the audio is. Pretty disappointing, TC. Well, I it's an odd area to focus on, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, saw the couple minutes that where the audio was discernible enough to me, where he's talking about abortion, yeah. and uh, you know, for anyone who hasn't seen it, he's talking about you know he's he's getting very real about the idea that his father made the pitch to his mother that we should abort him, and he's getting pretty worked up about that. And then kind of shifts to appearing to admit that it was a conversation he had with Kim, I, I believe, about their first child. North. Yeah, that, that, that he, you know, it was, it was something that he was thinking about. And he clearly had deep, deep regrets about that, which, you know, um, I, don't, I don't wish that upon him, but I, I think that's an understandable position. Yeah, but the way he was talking about it, and the fact he was talking about it in public, and uh, the fact that it was happening at—I'm uh, using air quotes here—a presidential rally for the birthday party. Uh, you know, all of it's uh, not not how things normally happen. Um, and then the next day, uh, he tweets out and then deletes. Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out, because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday, and. All of this is like, uh, uh, I don't know, ironic to me or, or funny timing or whatever, because um, you, you guys are just going to have to hear about me and my uh, Excel find yourself retreat for the next like 20 podcasts, just because we covered a lot of ground. I, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of self-discovery, and I'm being very serious when I tell you a good chunk of that time was dedicated to uh, talking about Kanye and uh, Kanye's bipolar. Uh, or I, I don't know how, I, don't, I don't know what the like the noun of or bipolar disorder I guess like I want to say bipolarity or bipolar bipolarity yeah um but but that's haughty th- that doesn't sound right that feels about as haughty as that Lacroix being uh that flavor being called the pump of the moose <laughs> yeah yeah I'm drinking a little pump of the moose right now guys <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> that's not a fruit you can't convince me I think it's I think it means grapefruit but it doesn't really taste like grapefruit. just right grapefruit on there I don't mind it but it, it is extremely uppity so it's the pump of the moose uh, I don't know. I, I, I hope I'm not uh, betraying any confidences here. Um, but uh, one, one of my friends that I was there with, um, you know, bipolar is certainly something he lives with. Yeah, I think you've said that. And uh, he, he was just, you know, ta- talking at some length about, um, you know, what, what that's like and, uh, and, and how, it, how it applies to Kanye specifically. And, and one of the big focuses is uh, just like how seasonal it is. Like it's it's very much a thing where like when the weather gets warmer, like the warmth 
like just being hot is a trigger. Um, and I think that like, if you look back at a lot of this stuff, like if you're looking for it, like it's, it's a pretty obvious trend, like him coming in and, uh, scrapping all this. This is one thing we were talking about scrapping all of the beats on Pusha T's Daytona and being like, fuck it, I'm doing them tonight. And like, you know, producing that entire album tonight, then being like, Oh, next week I'm making my own album. And the week after that, me and Kid Cudi are making an album. Like that's that that's how a manic person behaves, you know. And that that was in the summer, um, and I I I think that like I I don't know that I I have not done the work to uh, see if this matches up a hundred percent of the time, but if you're looking for it, like there's there's a pretty obvious cycle. Like I would not say that I think that the way that Kanye always acts is the way that he was acting in that video. It's it's not like he just is incapable of you know, like having like being normal and grounded and whatever. Um, it's just, you know, you, you, you have these periods where like things are moving really fucking fast in your head. And I, I don't know. I, I think if you look at it through that lens of like, he has bipolar, he's going through a manic episode triggered by the seasons that it's, it, it gives me some comfort. And it also makes me think like, like, I don't know. I don't think that there's, I don't know. I, I don't wish this upon him. What I want more than anything in this entire world, challenge me on this, is uh, is for him to find peace in his heart and have a good life. You know, I love Kanye, um, and so I, it's it's not like I'm like rubbing my hands together of like, oh, this is great. He has bipolar, but I don't think there's any fucking chance that he has his creative output that he does without that. I th- I think it's a huge part of him. Yeah, and so you know, I I think he just kind of gotta take it like it, it is what it is it's not good or bad it's the reality that this is a bipolar person that is going to have manic episodes this is not the last one he's going to do more of them in public it's going to have the same cycle of people being like man he's he's just he's crazy now and you know then then a couple weeks months later he'll be acting normal and things will be all right and i don't know you know i mean I, it it Whenever you put it that way, it's it's a little bit like uh, this is kind of like for him and his family to figure out. Like you know, it's it's whenever it's you're thinking about it from like a medical context, it's it's sort of weird that you and I, two people that never met him, ha- are having this conversation. Or that know anything about medicine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but I don't know. I I I. It's not like I ever was like going to write him off based on this behavior in the first place, but having those conversations about because I. I don't remember the lyric now, but there was there was a specific lyric that my friend quoted like five times of like that, that Kanye talks about like being self aware that whenever it's summer, whenever it gets hot, like you know things fire differently for him, and uh, it, it just you know once once I had that whole context watching this, it clicked of like okay that's what's happening here. This is normal. This is to be expected. It's not normal, but it's to be expected. This is how things function for him. Yeah, I mean, I guess the main the main worry is that one of them, one of these episodes could be the last one. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, certainly manic episodes end bad for people sometimes, especially if you have access to a lot of substance, if you want it. Yeah. Like, um, or like him grabbing for a cop's gun or something, yeah. you know, like a hundred percent see that or you really could, or like it's some, scary somehow becoming so detached from reality that he thinks like he doesn't understand that, like suicide as a publicity stunt means you don't get to see the other side of the publicity. 
Like that he actually just thinks like, hey, maybe this could get people talking about me and then they'll get my point and they'll understand it. But it's like, yeah, but you'll be dead. So not sure that's worth it. I mean, look, I think this is uh, this is part of the consumption of, of art and entertainment that it's uncomfortable. But uh, I used to try to make this point with Dez all the time, you know? was just, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I understand the dude is super flawed, but I don't think that these things that you're talking about that you don't like about him, the negative things, I don't think, I think those are directly, I mean, I guess you could say this about anybody's personality, but they're directly related to the things you like about him. Yeah. So. Everyone's the whole package, you know? Exactly. And I think too often we talk about people in changing uh, or proposing changes to the things about their personality or or their their being without understanding that that would almost always materially change the things you liked about them, and that doesn't mean you can't do that. Certainly, still, there's times to make <laughs> to make those types of changes, and you can you can stand to to lose some of what people like about you because it's it's you know not as important as getting rid of some of the the negative things, but yeah, I mean, I think you could say this about most like really, really well-regarded and appreciated artists from like the last forever. So I don't know, man. It's 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 really hard for me to see it working out well for him. And really, the I didn't I don't give a shit about most of his his antics because I don't really I think that they're largely harmless outside of like maybe just to him. But I do think like. And it somewhat gives me solace that, in a a sense, he's fallen off um, a little bit musically because I think people don't pay as close of attention to him and give they don't take him as seriously and pay him as much mind. But man, I don't know. When you do start fucking with that, like, hey, Donald Trump, maybe not that bad. That that's to me, you know, that's that's obviously not only dangerous, but like I think it's disingenuous, and I think it. But again, my 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 comfort well, I, is that I don't I, think it's disingenuous. I think he believes it 100%. Well, he believes it as far as he understands it, which is just that he understands uh ego to be the main measure metric of uh whether or not someone is is an effective not only communicator but just basically force on the world. And the dude doesn't have a fucking clue what he's talking about. I mean, he he's he's actively supporting something that, you know, and and I think we're to the point now. You don't Cut the bullshit. We don't have to sit here and actually act like anybody thinks that our current president is 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 a positive force in the world, particularly for people of color. So when Kanye says stuff like that, I mean, he is actively harming uh, a demographic that he is uh, a part of and 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 has given a lot of hope to over the years. Yeah, so so when you start fucking opinions, around with and, that, and, and, no, he's certainly allowed to have them, but I, I, that, that's, I, I think that he's reacted. Like, I think that he views at no the, point has he ever offered like an actual like critique no, or, or here's why I support Trump. He just supports Trump because people know who he is and talk about him. And that's no, that's I, the currency that Kanye sees in the world. He doesn't, he, he talks enough about it that I, I feel like I have a, a picture of it. Like, you know, it's, it's somewhat interpretation. I, I, you know, it's it's my own thing. If, if someone else read his words and, and interpreted them differently, I would have to, you know, just uh, defer to that. But uh, I, I think that what's going on is the way that Trump talks, like how he ch- talked in that Chris Wallace interview. I think that Kanye, like, you know, is, is not fucking fact-checking it. 
like is not following up and just likes like the 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 the, the tone and like grandiosity that Trump uses is absolutely unique in the history of American politics of like this is the best presidency we've ever had. I've accomplished more in three years than anyone's ever accomplished in in uh, the you know the the entirety of the country before us. Yeah, he sounds like a rapper. I uh, mm-hmm. I, I I I built uh, the greatest. I built the greatest economy the world has right. ever seen. Uh, COVID ripped it apart, but I've already made it again. Like I don't know, you know, if you're just hearing that and you're like, I fucking love that this dude's talking like that. Yeah, but I mean, dude, when you know the cachet and the weight that you hold over not only you know people your age, but on down that's that's fucking reckless man to 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 just to just to for that to be the level of depth you have in your support for a politician that's not you know that's not helpful <laughs> and it's yeah, reprehensible I mean, I, really you know like i i i wish that he was a bernie guy instead of course i do but like i i think that like Trump is, I mean, you know, you, you and I, uh, this podcast is dedicated to this premise that he is uniquely suited to this moment. He's more emblematic of like the, the, the world I see around me than any other fucking, like he just, he just fits who we are, (laughs) like all of us that more than anyone. And I, I don't know. I, 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 it doesn't surprise me that, that someone would respond to that. I, I respond to that. Like, you know, I'm not going to vote for him. Uh, in Jesus fucking Christ, if you text me about it, Josh, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. I don't give a shit if you're blind. What, the fact you did vote for him? I did not vote for him. Didn't you? I've been over this a million times. <laughs> I cast a vote in the 2016 president, presidential election for Hillary Rodham Clinton. What about in the primary? That's a different deal. That's not a vote for president. That's a vote for nominee. You people should be able to understand this stuff. It's very straightforward. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think that, uh, whatever uh, that, that, that's, I, it's not like, I, I think that Kanye's legacy should be defined by fucking off the cuff bullshit about, you know, like who, no one takes him Dude, seriously a more on than this. Off the cuff. And, and yeah, you're right. No one takes him seriously. So that's, that's helpful, but it's more than off the cuff. And his creative output is fine, dude. His creative output is good. Jesus the King is a good album. I would not know. And I, I feel like that's where most people are, and that that's too bad. I think I, I maybe I might have listened to a few songs and just thought this just ain't for me. Life of Pablo has four or five songs on it I like, but I mean I think we're headed. Life more- of Pablo is fucking amazing from start to finish. That's one of the best mm-hmm. albums he or anyone else has ever made. Wow. I'm up against uh, an immovable object here at this point that I I don't I think I'm just going to go around. It's fucking great. The it's people okay. know that. Now Daytona, Daytona's Daytona's incredible. Daytona is incredible, and he he deserves plenty of credit for that. But I don't know. I mean, I saw it is kind of ironic that you know Chappelle's the guy to come in and calm things down. That was tough for me. I'm like, uh, I don't watching know, him dude. be like, Dave, tell us a joke. Yeah. No, 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 no. Tell us a joke. He's like, I'm looking for the punchline. It was very awkward. That's not a joke. Yeah, no, it was awkward. Um, and, you know, they've made it. He and his wife have made it a lot longer than I thought they would already. So if they if they cashed in now, I think you could still call that a successful celebrity marriage. I think they both uh, both both learned a lot from each other. I, 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 I feel like his... Uh, I feel like his energy has really been, uh, been fueled. I, I, I think that she's been a great muse for him. That's my opinion. Now... 
I don't know. And I would, I would think that I would really hope I, I think that anyone who is bipolar deserves a, uh, an understanding spouse, you know, like, like you should, cause I think a lot of the danger of bipolar is I understand it. Like, like the thing that I worry about for him are just like come from people not understanding what's going on, you know? Yeah. But I mean, whenever you have that amount of money and influence, the people who understand what's going on, a lot of times they don't really have the standing to tell you, hey, uh, can we maybe sit the next few plays out? Like, I think you're having a hard time right now. Maybe you should just yeah. no, maybe it's, you should it's recede hard. from public life a little bit. And Because also, you know, the other thing is, and I don't know if this has come up with him or I not, but you end like up with a lot of like... interpersonal stuff, you know? Like, whenever they're around the house, I hope that she would be able to identify, like, he's being manic right now. Yeah. And, like, you know, have, like, looked up or talked to doctors about, like, good ways to handle that. He just seems coked the fuck up all the time to me when he talks now. And I guess that's because I don't know the difference between, you know, I've never really been around somebody who is dealing with bipolarity, but he just sounds like cocaine to me. Like, he just sounds like a dude who has got, you know, 7,000 thoughts coming right to the front of his brain at all times and does not know which ones to say or not say. So he just says all of them. And that is what it is like being around people who are on, you know, serious drugs and then they put a camera in front of his face and you know though props to the fact that he filed his uh his national election commission paperwork that might be the uh the big <laughs> the biggest upset in this whole deal like never in a million years that i think he would actually get those forms turned in so yeah props I, to you. you know um uh, yeah no uh, uh, i was i was i was with my friend and, and we were doing drugs it was a drug that he had not done before and uh you know, we were like, you know, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, it's it's cool, I like it, but like my my brain just kind of does this. Yeah, like yeah, I could see that. Like, and you know, he 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 described like other times, just like that, like he, you know, the the like hallucinations and stuff, and like you know, just the the level of energy of just like what whatever chemicals are going on in certain kinds of drugs, like. You know, th- those are chemicals that certain human brains just produce on their own. You know, like not exactly the same, but whatever. Like some of that is going on. You know what I mean? And some of some people, it just is more pronounced. I'm not saying that I'm positive he's not doing coke. <laughs> I'm just saying there's people who like you know that just that's just mental illness. You know, like it just it just comes off the way that that being coked up comes off. And I want to be clear, I've never done cocaine. It was not cocaine that I was referring to earlier. Um, I want to set a good example for the uh, the younger listeners out there. I think you've done a great job of that so far. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, I I I, I hope that, uh, that 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 Kim has uh, found a way to um, handle this all in uh, in in a, in a cool sense. But I got to tell you, man, um, any of my loved ones ever tried to get me committed, they're fucking gone. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I'm not going back I'd, there, man. I'd probably just kind of get it. <laughs> you know. Nah, I I the, the most uh the scene I have felt most of the last year of uh television and movies I've seen is uh Ozark whenever the brother finds out that he's going to the mental hospital is just like no, you know, he's just fucking screaming. I'm just like I I I feel that in my heart. That's that's uh that's quite real. <laughs> so, uh there's an account that keeps tagging uh, a lot of us on the ticket 
uh, on Twitter. Talking about the Robert E. Lee statue? No. Uh, this is, the, the name is Sexy Busty Cougars. And uh, the handle is at Boo, B-O-O, 249-8588. And uh, they'll do this like once a week. So uh, this is the picture they sent us this morning. It's just uh, some tits. Well, nipple, I don't think you can yeah. send them. Or I guess it, Twitter is the one that's uh, anything goes, right? A little more open. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bunch of uh, accounts tagged here. Uh, I'll I'll read some of them for you. Uh, at MILFs and come. Mm-hmm. Uh, at MILFs underscore redheads. Uh, That's cool. At Kitty underscore huge boobs. Uh, at Love Huge Loads. Uh, at Not Jack Kemp. Here's Corby. Here's Dan. Here's Julie. Here's Mike Reiner and uh, Mike Saroy. And uh, they follow me, you know, and they, it's not one of these accounts that follow like 45,000 people. They follow 1,200. So it makes me think that they have some level of ticket tie-in. Definitely. <laughs> but the, uh, the hashtag, Just again, uh, share is, the is love the picture the again for you there. Yeah. The hashtag is a uh, hashtag tan, hashtag boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, all accurate. <laughs> Which, you know, says a... Uh, it's not as specific as hashtag tan boob, mm-hmm. even though these are relatively tan boobs. Yeah. It's sort of breaking up for yeah, those I mean, of you who just, just looking love tan. for tanning or boob. <laughs> I mean, that, the hashtag boob, has, that has to be a big hashtag. It's a ca- kind of a catch-all there for yeah. you. but Yeah, you're, you're going to get some notice if you, if you go with the hashtag boob. Got the bidet installed. I heard that briefly on the, uh, on, on the radio today. How, uh, how's it going? Love it. I absolutely love it. Dude. I know that was a bit of a, a, I'll talk quietly so Kristen doesn't hear. I know that you were somewhat concerned about the selection of model. How did that turn out? Uh, if there's one that could make it even better, I would be interested in that. But the, the, the bargain rate was pretty great? Dude, it's awesome. It's, it's amazing. I mean, you just shoot, shoot a bunch of water into your butthole. I'm sure I'm going to hear about this again. I really shouldn't even open my mouth. Because, you know, I feel like I should be forgiven because at the time I was eight. But the first time I saw one of those, I'd, I'm pretty sure I pissed in it. I knew, I, I knew that I thought you were supposed to piss in it, and I think that I did. So ours is not like that. I know it's not like, I know you didn't install a separate toilet. Yeah. But that's what the bidet, you know, like. Uh, Normally, yeah. I, in, uh, in third grade, one of my friends, his dad accepted an assignment in London. And so that summer we got to go and visit him. Oh. And uh, they're, they're like just in their family home. They had a bidet, like they had a toilet. Well, if you don't tell somebody, you can expect to it, that to be pissed in. Yeah. That's your fault. Yeah. That should be absolutely delineated for all guests. I'm like, they know I'm American. Yeah. They, like, it's not like when they showed up, well, they were Canadian, so who the fuck knows. But it's not like when they showed up, they knew what was going on. Some explanation was appropriate, I feel, but. I just love it. just blasting my butt with it. Hell yeah, dude. Max volume. Just shoot it up in there. Maybe try to open up a little bit. <laughs> How does it compare to uh, to the pegging? Uh, it's like 10%. So is that but is that a good or bad? Uh, like are you, are like you I said, like, if there's man, a... Man, I want that extra 90? Or if you're there's like, a model that could get us a little good. closer, okay, okay. I'd be interested in it, but I'm... You're looking for more like 50? Yeah. Yeah, and then I just, I'll just fall asleep in the bedroom <laughs> every time. <laughs> He's slumped over. Jake. Yeah, yeah, I'll be out in a minute. 
I think I'm ready for round two. <laughs> um, so I have some a brief bit of audio for you there. That I oh, yes. You. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because uh, we said that this would happen. And I think later on this week, we'll probably do, uh, we'll probably do Chris Wallace when, when Trump sat down with Notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. You've seen it now, right? I have. It's amazing. Uh, I felt like it was a little bit overhyped. Really? Yeah, it's no Boy Scouts. You can't compare everything to to the top of the pops. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's what people are saying. I saw some guy, and it, you know, he's like a serious journalist, so I think that he was really excited they were calling him out on his bullshit. Uh, but being like, I've watched every Trump interview, this is the best one. It's not the best one, dude. Uh, well, Boy Scouts is not an interview. I know that. But so, as far as interviews, he's had go, other interviews that were better. It's, it's I can't remember them now, but if you give me a little time, I'm sure I can. Probably the Howard Stern one, where he said that if his daughter had bigger tits <laughs> and was older, he'd be. <laughs> I, I'm talking about just in the presidency. Okay. Limit limited a little bit, but. Yeah, I just I, I you know like he was mo- he just kind of sounded like him like it's this is how he talks most of the time. It's just it's just the the confluence of him talking to an interviewer who a he is willing to give the leash to to not just stand up and walk out and b will push back on him a little bit the uh this is not like a it was wasn't aired on tv it was just taped and then released later yeah but the the bob woodward i that interview was much better oh yeah when he the, said uh the c word thought it would thought it would be a great book thought it could be a cool book but uh i guess you're not gonna do that bob Guess yeah. you're gonna make a bet, a mean, nasty book, and that's fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. fine. That's fine. And then he called Kellyanne in. Remember, Kellyanne talked to Bob about his book. He's like, "Did Bob ask you for comment?" She's like, "I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe." <laughs> Bob Wood was like, "I definitely asked Kellyanne for yeah. comment on the book." Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, so this is from today, and as an aside. Um, before we get to what I think is, is I just see the title and I'm so excited because I already know what it is. You yeah. know, I, I know, I know word for word. Yeah. But never met they, that, never heard of that. It's not quite that bad. Only no millions have it. Before we got to this, this question and answer that we're about to hear, um, I got to tell you, uh, today was the first time that he seemed, um, like sullen mm-hmm. and that makes me worried. <laughs> How so? Uh, he seemed about that. to be grasping the gravity of the pandemic four months in, and he yeah, was, give it a couple seconds. He'll, uh, he'll he said figured out. Uh, he used the this is probably going to get a lot worse before it gets better, and he was not doing jokes. He was not near as as funny today as he usually is, and it, and maybe that's because like they have a different campaign you, communications director. You're and, taking that as bad. Well, I'm taking it as good in that they're approaching it with a level of seriousness, but bad in that someone might have finally explained to him, like, look, this is very bad, and it's only getting worse, and we need you to understand that it's getting so bad that you're probably not going to be elected. And if you're looking for some level of like uh, optimism, or as uh, Dick Clark might have said, optimism, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. it seemed today... That Trump finally understood, uh-oh, um, this is very bad. Dude, and, there's and, and no thought that really he holds in his better. head for more than five seconds. He's, he's going to be back to 
uh, you know, this China flu, it was a little blip. He did start with China flu. <laughs> there you go. He had China flu really hard today, but yeah, I don't know. So this is, uh, this is the first time he's been asked about, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Now the reporter blew the name, total noob. <laughs> my follow up, my second question, uh, it's a little bit uh, different topic, but it's one that a lot of people are talking about. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison, Not and close. a lot of people want to know if she's going to turn in powerful people. And I know you've talked in the past about Prince Andrew, and uh, you've criticized Bill Clinton's behavior. I'm wondering, uh, do you feel that she's going to turn in powerful men? How do you see that working out? I don't know. I haven't really been following her too much. I just wish her well, sure. frankly. <laughs> uh, I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since okay. I lived in Palm Beach. And I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Uh, but I, I wish her well. Whatever it is, uh, I don't know the situation with Prince Andrew. Just don't know. Not aware of it. Mr. Yeah, okay, all so right, obviously there's, all a, right. there's like a lot that. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, so. it's much better than, uh, you know, we've never existed on the same plane or dimension at any time. Never Thank heard you. the name. No. Nope. <laughs> I think, she, yeah, she, she, we've never occupied Not only Earth. have we not been in a room, we've never been in a country, continent, or planet Universe. together. Um, but a couple things there. So it is important to remember that G-Max is in prison right now <laughs> because of child sex trafficking allegations. <laughs> That's true. So the two times in there when he says, I wish her well, just please try to imagine any hey, other... <laughs> your friends are pulling for you, G-Max. <laughs> imagine any other circumstance. The prayer warriors are getting together. Where a president of the United... Or really any politician, but let's just say president is asked about the condition of a uh, alleged child molester and sex trafficker, and their initial response is, wish him well, hope it works out for him. <laughs> 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 that, is, that is so fucking weird if you think about it. Yes, so I did hear strange. the news about Jeffrey Dahmer, and uh, you know we're, we're thinking Look, about him. Wish him well. I haven't followed the story that closely, but I wish him well. But she, she lived in Palm Beach. And, you know, uh, everyone knows that's a pretty cool place to live. So, uh, when he said... And I, we kind of ride together, the Palm Beach crew. Yeah. So, holding a good Wish thought. Wish well. Uh, when he said, I haven't followed it that closely, I don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, and then, if, if, you, uh, if you heard in there, he said, uh, I've met her many times because I lived in Palm Springs. And I guess they lived in Palm Springs, too. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess some people are saying uh, you know, that actually uh, these people who lived, as I can tell you, a 10-minute walk from my house. A guy that I have often, like, uh, in the past talked to reporters about glowingly as a close friend. I don't know where he lived for I sure. Guess, <laughs> I guess behind me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's behind my house you know, details, in a pretty small city is actually where he lived. But so in any case, I wish her well. I mm -hmm. wish her well. I don't know what's, I don't really know what's going on with that. Sent her a card. With that story. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, do you, do you think that, that he had sex with a 15 year old? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I do. But I mean, I certainly don't think he's alone in that. Um, I think there's a lot of dudes who are, who are mentioned in this story that I, that I, I mean, look. The, the woman who accused him was 14. Um, now, that could be complete nonsense um, in her case, but I believe that, and I, I, by the way, I believe that about Bill Clinton, too. Hmm. Uh, that 
dude, you know, I, I believe the, the, the cabal exists. By yeah, the way, yeah, uh, no, no, of course. Yeah, no, I do too. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm asking whether or not you're like how you evaluate the allegations against him specifically. Dude, he actually said when, you know, when talking about Epstein, so like, I don't think that he's been on the plane. I don't think he's been to the island. Does that sound right? I think that's right. Yeah, but the I mean that there's just obviously the there's the, mansion was there's the quote from him where yeah, he's yeah. like you know Jeffrey likes him young. People say I like him young, but he this guy he really younger. likes him young. Like you know that like knowing everything you know now, like it's super fucking apparent that like he's talking about sex with underage girls. Yeah, and he's talking about it because he know because he was like you know at hanging out at Jeff's mansion with like you know just fucking middle schoolers giving massages yeah i don't know that every single person that ever hung out with 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 jeffrey epstein is a is a is a pedophile but i know that you know there's there's a lot of smoke there and i think at this point like you know i know you pretty well uh and vice versa if i were a pedophile i think you would know by now i I think it would be very hard for for you to be a pedophile or a pedophile, and and so when you're talking about people that have been friends for a very long time, I mean, I think we both know our each other's top tabs. Definitely, yeah. So, um, the good uh, the good man Ben Collins of NBC, who I think we should have on the podcast sometime. Sure. Uh, he posted today that that the cues were were quite confused by that answer from Trump. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't say. Yeah. Uh, he said one post, some Anons need to go sit at the kids' table and not question Trump's 5D plays. I'll fit the mention there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, so like nothing is adding up now. What the fuck just happened? That's a great question. Uh, this comment. One you should often be asking yourself. I'm not liking what I'm hearing from boss. Yeah. And then another on the flip side. He's playing it smart. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. He wants to make the opposition feel comfortable there before the heads roll. Trump. That's that's the kind of uh, baseless confidence that I'm looking for. Has it? Uh, have you at all considered that possibly as we? Um, I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but um, the Quibi business model doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> you just kind of uh, slurred the word Quibi number of times Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, so I'll say it as clear as I can here. Um, I'm to the I'm to the bottom of theirs. It's just clearly a Q, it's an entertainment platform for QAnon. <laughs> just for dis, dis, disseminating that sort of content. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll never know what's going on over there with Quibi or with the Anons. Uh, I think, I feel like I have a better handle on the Anons than Quibi. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's a... The Anons seem like more or less understandable and straightforward, you know, like, the vague sense that something is broken in this world and someone, the powerful are getting one over on you, I I identify with that strongly. Uh, the, the idea I, of dumping billions of dollars into phone-only content that can't be repurposed or shit. Doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it's just fucking... Uh, you, you lost me somewhere. So, and so my, my only, uh, conclusion is that this is, it's a platform that they created as some sort of a, a signal. The fact no one watches it is, is a a feature, not a bug. (laughs) Right. They wanted to hide something. Right. It has to be. Yeah. The name makes no sense. Uh huh. Uh, it's, it's a platform that 
flies in the face of it every sounds like they were uh, of... trying to to name it after corby but didn't hear his name clearly and or, and needed to use a cue yeah it's, it's a signal to the boys what a, like the, he certainly the has been called once. quibby at some point right without a doubt what was what was the big one whenever he ran the chicago marathon uh cobby cobby corbily 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 was a big <laughs> that was one great um Dude, I think if I were him, I would just go by Corbett. I would go by Quibby. I did, I remember not knowing that that was his name the first time he handed me uh, like a debit card to go get Chipotle or something and being like, what? Yeah, I mean, Corbett Smith goes by Corbett, and he's, yeah. he's killing it. He's definitely killing it. Yeah. I guess that's all I got without launching into some sort of, uh, you know, is anybody considering that like, Life is never going to be the same again, and does it keep you up at night? In what way do you think that it's uh, not going to be the same again? You know, I mean, you saw the story from the, was it the Lala guy or the Coachella guy that was like, yeah, there's not going to be concerts till 20. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Let's talk about this Joaquin Phoenix thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll get to it tonight, but uh, I'm, I'm watching that fucking movie. The documentary? Is it a documentary? I thought so. I hope not. I want it to be a Joaquin Phoenix movie. Oh, I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was a document about animal exploitation or something. It's called Earthlings. Uh, yeah, I think it's a documentary. So, does it- well, that's a disappointment. How long is it? So, uh, Ukraine, and I only read like the headline of this story. But, That's too bad because I also only read the headline of this. So story. there were thirteen hostages taken on a bus in 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 the Ukraine. Is that hottie? Is that as hottie as La Bamba La Mousse? Mm-hmm. To say the Ukraine. Um, the hostage taker had guns and a grenade and had a twelve hour standoff with police. And his demand before he would release the hostages was that he wanted the president of the Ukraine. Volodymyr Zelensky, who, of course, we all met with the perfect call. Mm-hmm. One of the best calls of all time. His demand... Abraham Lincoln could not think of having a call this pure and clean. Hold on, Abe. Uh, his demand, the, the hostage taker, was to have the president of Ukraine post on social media and tell everyone to watch a 2005 animal rights documentary directed or narrated by Joaquin Phoenix called Earthlings. And the guy did it. I mean, why not? It's pretty, yeah, I mean. You tell me you want to like put human lives on the line to be like, no, I'm not going to recommend. I haven't seen it yet. How how would I know? (laughs) Come on, dude. Just post the fucking tweet. I mean, I guess, you know, you got the don't negotiate with terrorists thing. I listened to the Iran-Contra you're wrong about today, and uh, boy, that's something else. Like, as Ronald Reagan was, uh, you know, like, looking to camera and, like, screaming, I will not negotiate with terrorists, he was negotiating with terrorists. I don't know that I have a problem with that. Lying? Yeah, in that situation... I mean, it, it, it went poorly. Like, they, they fucking took his lunch money on it. Um, I don't know the whole story then. I mean, all I know about that is like, oh, Jimmy Carter, anniversary, couldn't get it done. Oh, no, Reagan it wasn't, did, it wasn't so. the, uh, it, was, it was some hostages that Hezbollah had. It wasn't the Iran oh, okay. uh, embassy deal. 
Uh, that was resolved by the time Carter was out of office. Reagan yeah. didn't do anything. He just said that he would have done better. Right, and it was the anniversary, right? Um, and uh, so as part of the uh, like selling arms to Iran, they were like, as as like a negotiation, like as part of the haggle, they were like, we'll sell you these missiles, um, but you have to release these terrorists, or release these, uh, have this terrorist group, Hezbollah, release these hostages. They were like, we don't have anything to do with Hezbollah, but we could do that. Yeah, no, I know a guy. Um, <laughs> and so they sold him the missiles, and then were like, uh, all right, go ahead and release them. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. We meant like way more missiles, like 10 times more missiles. And Reagan was like, <sighs> here's the missiles. And then they released the hostages, and then they just took more hostages. Like they, they just ones, got though. back to the same amount of hostages, and <laughs> and they were like, "What the fuck?" And they were like, "You didn't say we couldn't take more hostages." Dot the eyes. Yeah, yeah. So you telling me that like uh, he should have been able to negotiate with terrorists? Should have been able to negotiate terrorists if he could fucking do it. I just I think it would be really like what would be the but funniest it highlights thing? the problem of negotiating with them. They're terrorists. Yeah, but I think if you're gonna do it, uh, their word is not good. Don't say like publicly that you're doing it. Just try to achieve. The, I understand the end. that. I, I wouldn't like you know just be like I would never. It can't be me negotiating with terrorists. I just think it would be like really really funny if like you know tomorrow. And I'm certainly not advocating for anybody to do any sort of hostage taking, but if like Justin Trudeau had to post a video and was like, "Listen, I think everyone should watch like the top ten Homestar Runner video." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I said my piece. Please give me my piece. Like, it's it's funny that it's narrated by Joaquin Phoenix, but it could be a it's not, lot funny. It's not funny. It just makes like a lot of sense. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. It's just you have to wonder what the line that President Zelensky was willing to to go to 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 endorse content in the name of getting his people back. It's 95 minutes. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I can do that. If it's not a two-hour documentary, I can do that. That's your line? Breezy little hour and a half. We can we can knock this out. I'm going to watch it. All right. Well, if anyone has a Quibi subscription, uh, let me know. I'd love to see what they got going on over there. That's all I got. We'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.